Hello and welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. Today's episode is very, very exciting for me and for anyone that might be interested in ETs, alien abductions, um, inter, you know, other dimensions besides just what we may see here on Earth. Um, we have Sherry Wild with us. Sherry, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me, Lauren. Yeah, I was really thrilled when you agreed to come on the podcast. I've been watching uh, Sherry's videos on YouTube for years, and um, I am currently in the middle of reading her book, uh, The Forgotten Promise, Rejoining Our Cosmic Family. And we will link this in the description of the podcast so that you can find it. Um, she talks about how she, from a very young age she was... Um, approached by ETs and uh, throughout her whole life and having abductions and then later in life she was able to regain these memories, piece things together and actually start having um, interactions with them and uh, she's got a lot to teach us about that. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, Sherry, we have so much to cover so let's dive in. Um, when you were younger and getting these things happening to you, you didn't necessarily... No, you were kind of blocked from these memories. How did you start to understand what was happening? I know in the book you mentioned you went to uh, hypnosis to try to figure out what was happening to you. Right. The, um, my encounters began from the time I was a very young child, an infant actually, and had them throughout my childhood, a lot of extensive contact, which was buried, which is typical. They have that ability to do that. And it wasn't until I was 37 years old and my community had what's called a UFO flap, which is a lot of extensive sightings of unidentified flying objects. And the Center for UFO Studies out of Chicago came up here to Wisconsin to investigate. And they eventually discovered me. Um, and I talk about that in the book, how I went to them to try to get a hypnotist, get the name of a good hypnotist. I didn't want to work with them. I had no idea what they were talking about when they talked about alien abductions. I thought that was a goofy, goofy thing. But all I knew was that when I was 17 years old, I had been driving down the road and on my way to my girlfriend's house and my car stalled, just stopped running. And there were men in the road and I lost two hours of time and could not account for it. And I didn't really think much of that until I was 37. So 20 years passed before I, all of a sudden one day, it just hit me. What happened that day when I was 17? That's, you know, whatever happened that day? Two hours of my life were missing, unaccounted for, and I never thought to question it. I never thought to, to research and find out what happened to me. That was a stupid thing to do. Um, and I became upset with myself for being so dumb about it. And I was determined to get to the bottom of it all of a sudden. It just seemed like it was the most important thing in the world to me. I had a busy life with two children, and my husband had his own business, and I had my business. So we were busy, but I became obsessed with the idea of finding a hypnotist to get me to go under and retrieve those memories. It was before the Internet. So you couldn't just go on and Google it. When my girlfriend, the very same girlfriend from when I was 17, I was on my way to her house, very same girlfriend called me one day and said, they're having um, 
a news briefing at the high school about the UFOs that are, they're seeing in the area. Do you want to go with me to that and find out what's going on about it? And I said, no, I'm not interested. And she said, really? I would think that you would have been interested, you of all people. And I said, why would you say that? And she said, because remember how many times you thought, you know, you would tell me that you would see a UFO or that they were coming for you. And I said, I never said that. And she said, yes, you did. You know, and don't you remember? She said, when um, that time when you were on your way to my house and you came two hours late, she said, and you insisted that I come back with you. You want me to meet the little men and see the spaceship. And I said, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. But it was starting to ring a bell. I mean, I knew that she was talking about the time with the two hours of missing time. So that I knew about, but I didn't remember the spaceship, the little men thing. All that was crazy to me. All I, I knew she was talking about the very same incident as with the two hours of missing time. Then she went on to say, did you read in the paper the article that they, that what they said about if you have missing time and you see a UFO? And I said, no, I didn't. I haven't read any of that. And she said, they say that if you see a UFO and then you have missing time, they want to meet with you because they want to um, maybe put you under hypnosis and retrieve the memories because they, they say that if that happens to you, the aliens might have grabbed you and taken you on board the ship and had it run experiments on you and done things to you. And I just started to laugh and I said, Vicki, would you listen to what you just said? That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. And I said, that would never happen. That can't happen. That goes against our free will and, and this is America and they would, you know, our country would never allow that to happen. I mean, I was totally naive, and that's how I responded to her. But I changed my mind and said, I'll go with you to that briefing, and maybe I can meet one of the investigators and get the name of the hypnosis guy because I hadn't been able to find a good hypnosis guy. So that's what I did. I went with her to the meeting, to the briefing, and um, my memories started to come back right then and there, and um, it was like an explosion in my head, and from that moment on, my life was doomed. <laughs> my life, I, I never went back to having a normal life after that. It was, yeah. I went down the rabbit hole pretty fast, and something that, to me, could only happen in movies and in people's imagination suddenly became my reality, and yeah. I thought I'd lost yeah. my mind. Yeah, so it was I was actually, I, I dived so quickly into getting started with you. I kind of wanted to say too, like this, for a lot of people, not to me, because I believe in this stuff. I've never had encounters myself, but, you know, this is a controversial topic in some people's opinions and, you know, it's hard for people to believe it. You know, it's like you said, it's things that you see in Hollywood and Star Wars and after reading your book and and hearing all the hard things that you had to go through in your marriage was, you know, kind of crumbled by it. And, and people thought you were crazy and you were getting depressed. And, um, yeah, I just think, why would someone make this stuff up, right? Like, this is, um, it's very unique and doesn't happen to, to too many people, at least that I know of. I've never heard of that many. I've heard of people channeling with ETs. I've been to mediums that have seen, you know, seen them. But, um you actually talking about them taking you, like you said, up to experiment on your body and all these things. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't know how to ask the question, but when people are here listening to you, I know you can't prove it to them, but what do you say when people are just like, this sounds so crazy? Like, what, what can you tell us? I mean, like, obviously it's real and it's happened to you. Why were they picking you to do this? And why are they so interested in, in us and you and, and experiments and things like that? Well, first of all, what I say to people who don't believe me, I say, I don't blame you. Yeah. And I'm, and, and I'm not going to try to convince you because I can't convince you. Yeah. People are either ready to hear this information or they're not. Mm-hmm. They're either ready to accept it or they're not. They, if they aren't ready to accept it, I kind of feel bad for them because we are rapidly moving toward the time when we will be traveling through the stars and we will be reconnecting with our cosmic family. Mm. But I understand there has been such programming, such extensive, heavy-duty, heavy-handed programming by um, those in the power and control of this planet to ridicule and minimize and make a fool of those who make these kinds of claims because our government and the power that be, they have an invested interest in us not reconnecting with our cosmic family. Our, our, because once we have that connection, we get quite a few gifts from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get advantage of technology, free energy, a lot of things that would crumble the control system on this planet governments, health, um, the whole control system that's gone on, the whole matrix would crumble and they would lose their power over over the people, over the collective. So there's been a reason why. I mean, I I was part of it. I got programmed myself when when this was happening to me. I denied it and I tried denying it over and over again because I bought into the whole the whole system of only people, crazy people would make such a claim as this. Right. But then when it happens to you, you finally learn to toss that out the window. I mean, I went to six different psychiatrists looking to get a diagnosis of schizophrenia or some kind of a craziness, you know, a label. And then when I finally could no longer deny that it was real and that it was happening and then that it wasn't necessarily a bad thing, mm-hmm. it was confusing to me because I had benevolent ETs coming in and then I had the the the, the evil, you know, the dark. Right. So it was confusing. It was for the longest time I was confused as to what was real and what was truthful about this. So I don't try to convince people as to why me. Well the 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 truth of the matter is is that on this planet you are born into into form on this planet as a soul coming in to have the experience of being a human in a 3D experience and to learn through contrast the good and the bad, the evil and all that. So you, you, you come on the planet to have that experience. The difference with this planet is, and the thing about this planet is that it's a, your lifespan is very short mm-hmm. on this planet, 60, 70, 80 years, which is very short compared to most other planets. And the reason that that's so is because this is, has been a prison planet. It's been controlled by evil, by darkness. Mm-hmm. And it is a very dark planet. It has been a very dark planet. If you're only in form for 60, 70 years and you have to work 
to feed yourself. You don't just live free. Mm-hmm. You have to work. And you have to be concerned about your body being sick. You have to be concerned about your children, your family. There's a lot of distractions, a lot of things for you to worry about and have to take care of. That was set up purposefully to keep you from having the time and energy to be able to go within and learn the truth about who you are. So you're basically a slave. And that's the way it's been set up. Now, when you're born into a prison, if you're born in a prison, you don't know you're in a prison. It's all you ever know. And this planet was set up to to be a slave planet where you are reincarnated over and over again. So you, your soul, after it dies, it goes and it's trapped. You can't leave and continue on your, like most souls can decide to leave the planet where they were and go to another planet, another realm, another dimension, another whatever. But on this planet, there was a trap and you were recycled over and over again. So many times... There have been efforts to try to free this planet and free free humanity. Um, Lemira and um, Atlantis and other times there's been at least, at least I, I think there's been eight times that the planet has tried to ascend. Earth has wanted to go into the next higher frequency and she's not been able to do so because her children were not ready to go with her and she didn't want to go without her children. But this time was the final time. You can't, you can't hold yourself back that many times when the rest of the universe is, is moving on. Planet Earth had to catch up. So she's going from third to fifth, and she said, I'm, I'm doing it this time. Is that Either what we're going through right now? Yep, yep. Is With or without her children, she's moving into the fifth dimension. She made that decision because it was time. I mean, she just couldn't continue to hold back. And, and she announced that after um, the... Uh, after the nuclear, the atom bomb was detonated in 40, I think 47. So the call went out for volunteers to come onto the planet because we knew that the native Earth souls that had been here and trapped for so long, they'd been programmed and kept down for so long, they've lost their spark. You know, a lot of them are just, they're just, you know, are, are feeling very, they feel very hopeless. And they don't, they, they're not going to be capable to lift themselves up at this point. So we had to bring in a lot of higher frequency beings. Those are the star seeds and the light workers. They're beings that came in from higher dimensions, higher densities, and they incarnated on the planet to bring, help to bring, pull the frequency up. Because the frequency of planet Earth back in the 1940s and early 50s after the wars and everything that had happened, it was very dark. Mm. very low. So I volunteered to come in in 1947. I was one of the first volunteers to come in. I incarnated in 50, 1950, and as a volunteer, we had a plan, um, as most starseeds and lightworkers do, and that's why I'm here. And that that is my star family that I'm in contact with. But the, um, you know, the, the dark ones, with the dark um, military, with their um, agenda, they also came in and abducted me and harassed me and my family. Okay. So that's why, um, you know, I was targeted. And once I wrote the book, they, uh, you know, they really came after me hard and fast and intended to kill me and almost did. The only reason they weren't able to is because I had a certain level of protection, but I had been left... My body is totally damaged, and I'm, 
you know, I'm pretty much a wreck from what I went through. Oh, wow. But we accomplished the mission. We are, we've, the control system on the planet is broken. The matrix is broken. This is a computer simulated program that's running on this planet. You're inside, you've been inside of a closed system and no one could come in. I mean, it's been a very difficult challenge to save these souls on this planet. And so the ascension is happening now. It's underway, but the split, what we call the split, those who are going forward with the earth are mostly star seeds and light workers. The native earth human souls that have been here for millennia, they need, you know, they're not going to make it, but that's fine. They are set free from this point on. Mm. They will go to another planet where they resonate with and they will continue on their journey without interference, without a control system, at least none as, none as bad as this one was. Mm. So they will be able to continue on their, on their soul's journey, which is, for many of them, they've been trapped here for ages, just ages. Is that kind of what, I know we're jumping all over the place, there's a lot to talk about, but is that kind of what might be happening now, even just with like COVID and, and other things like our people just, it seems like almost like a mass exodus time of people just leaving and some people, and it does not just have to be just COVID, but is this, are these people that are, yeah, get either maybe getting set free from this planet and moving on, or they just aren't ready for ascension or what is happening with that? Well, the whole pandemic thing, um, was the manifestation of the collective. The souls on planet Earth um, decided that that's how they wanted to do the split. Mm. It's pretty interesting. Okay. Um, So they manifested this pandemic. Of course, everything happens through, you know, we first think it and and we we bring it about energetically. So the collective decided, they knew that there needed to be this time of where everyone gets, the wheat gets split from the chaff, I guess they call it. so that's what's happening with the pandemic. So those, because what it comes down to is those who are living in trust and aligned with love and know the truth of who they are and they know that they can't truly be hurt and they can rise above something like this whole story which of the pandemic. Not that the pandemic isn't real to some extent, mm-hmm. but it's only as real as we allow it to be. And those with fear are the ones who manifested it. Mm-hmm. And the ones with fear are the ones who um, bought into it, you know, and bless their hearts, but they just, you know, they grabbed their mask and, um, you know, and they, they wanted to get the vax as fast as they could. I mean, they bought into the whole thing. And it was to help them make that final decision. So are you living aligned with fear or are you living in trust and in love, mm. knowing the truth of who you are? So there's the majority of people are in fear, and that's unfortunate. But many people are waking up every day. Yeah. They're seeing the absurdity of it. They're seeing the lies mm-hmm. and the whole thing for what it is, and that, that's what it was supposed to do. It was supposed to those who were – and I, that's one of the things I did as a volunteer. I would meet with the souls in the astral plane, and I would encourage I – I was trained to be a light reader – so I could read the light of each soul and those who were close to making it across that line into the higher frequency, I would encourage them to try for it, to go for it, to go for it. And over and over again, I would hear them say, I don't want to have to go through what I have to go through. I've been through enough. Mm. Life has been hard. I don't want to have to. I know that if I go through dealing with my traumas and my, my blockages and 
all the dark energy I have in me, I, I to transmute it, I'd have to go through pain and suffering. And I said, yeah, pretty much you will. Well, they didn't want to do it. Mm. When you can't blame them. Um, it's been tough being here. And so just there's a max, there's a lot of people that are leaving now, but they're not necessarily the ones who aren't going to the fifth dimension. They, they may very well have decided, decided to go with Mother Earth to the fifth dimension, but they want to do it on that level. So there's no judgment in whether they're going to stay in, in 3D or go to the fifth dimension. Mm. No judgment at all. It's just everybody's where they are sure. on their path. So some souls so, could come back and some might move on to another place. Well, the ones that are, yeah, there's not going to be anything to come back to. The 3D Earth is going to be gone. Mm. Um, she's transformed into 5D. Are we in 5D now or are we kind of in the four, fifth, in between stage? She's, it's my understanding that um, Gaia is is in the fifth dimension. Mm. But we as a collective are still in third or fourth. Okay. Based on our own frequency and our own awareness sure. uh, of where we are. And some are could be in fifth already, mm. definitely. So it's all based, it's an individual thing as to... Sure level of frequency but that's why all this chaos is coming out right because mother earth can no longer support it the chaos is coming out, out of, because of the fear yeah from those um mother earth tara is actually she's she's good you know she's good she's she's good and she knows she's she can she's she's going to be able to heal herself she's going to be healed of you know what what was done to her has is not enough to, to permanent damage i mean she it's all about frequency and any damage that was done to her by the humans through neglect or on purpose will be healed in an instant when she raises her frequency so the 5d because that's our lower frequency Mm -hmm. any damage just like sickness is a lower frequency Mm -hmm. when you go into the higher frequency that falls away it just doesn't it it can't resonate at that frequency can't exist and can't be there Mm -hmm. so she's good with all that so the chaos is really the humans on the planet, the souls on the planet, um, having to deal with the traumas and the challenges that are going on, having the, to face the truth of what this world has been about when they've been lied to, because waking up involves, as you know, if you've gone through your awakening, it's hard at first, no yeah, matter, you know, hard. we all remember yeah, we, there's something, a pivotal moment that happens, whether it was realizing that 9-11 was an inside job or realizing that um, the Kennedy assassination was an inside job. I mean, whatever mm-hmm. it is that causes you to look at it and go, and for some it's the pandemic. They're looking at it and they're going, that's an inside job. You know, that's not what we've been told it is. The people who are telling us what it is are the ones who are the very ones who are behind it and, and created it, you know. Right. And they're pulling the strings on us. They're manipulating it and using it. You know, they're finally realizing that they might be the enemy. Mm-hmm. And it unravels your whole life. And it causes chaos and confusion on a grand yeah. scale in your life. It does. So, yeah. I know I've had a lot yeah. of people, friends and people, oh, you're conspiracy theorist. Or, I, you know, I don't align with that. It, it is. It's been really hard to, but I... I know it too, and I know a lot of people are waking up, and luckily there's opportunities like this, and a lot more people are speaking out. There's people like you, there's mediums, there's people like me that are seeing the light. I mean, it's, it is really amazing, and people are waking up. I guess 
for some positivity. Yes. Yeah. How can how can we break away from the fear? How can we how can we you know? Um, I'd like to not selfishly, but like I I'd like to move on to a higher vibration. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to to live in evil. Like how can we as a collective and individually escape this and and move forward? What are things that we can do well, here while we're here? Right, right. I think the I think the first thing is that you you take care of yourself. And that sounds really selfish, but the time of trying to awaken others is long past, I think. I tried my hardest for so long and I just um it just I, it was like beating my head against a rock and um and now I see that I wasted a lot of energy. There are many people who believe themselves to be awake and spiritually aware and but and to a certain extent you know they are and they're lovely wonderful people but they are not awake to the extent that they understand what's going on in the world so it's a double-edged sword and this is the part that got me in trouble back when i first started talking because i would say it's not just about spirituality it's also about understanding the world that we live in mm-hmm. you know my guys were involved in the politics of this world and politics doesn't seem to go hand in hand with spirituality and yet it's it absolutely does because we've it's been able to be a prison planet and they've been able to control and dominate the masses through the political system by lying to people mm-hmm. giving people the, the the belief that they are actually that their vote matters that they have a say that they have representation that they're being watched out for and looked after there's many many people who still believe the government has their best interests at heart they and you don't want to make people get paranoid and say well you know no they don't mm-hmm. But what you want them to do is to wake up enough to see that, no, you can't give your power away like that. Mm-hmm. You can't say, my government is going to take care of me. They have my back. I don't have to worry about it. If my government tells me that I'm, I'm safe, if I go get this, let them inject this stuff into my body, I'm safe. If you give away that power like that without researching and looking and checking within yourself to see what your heart says, then, you know, you're, you're, you're a slave. And you've... You've drank the Kool-Aid. So it's on everybody to, to, to do their own research and because it's going to come out that all the so-called conspiracy theories are right. have truth in them to some extent. Mm-hmm. And we have those people to think, the David Ikes and the, the others in the world who had the courage to speak up, as crazy as they sounded. Right. You know, and it was, it's what I did. I mean, I came in and I spoke out and I was almost killed and my life is miserable as a result of it to some extent but you look at it from the higher realm of we are here on this planet to go through this experience and you know I'm here to serve the greater good right and what is that you know that is is speaking the truth no matter what at what price and I you know personally I don't have any interest in or investment in whether people believe me or not Right. I don't. I don't have very many people who have. I've only. I've had like two emails or three emails total um, that were, you know, kind of coming at me, attacking me. Mm-hmm. Um, people, I think, on some level, they know the truth when they hear it, and even though it's not something that they've experienced firsthand, they still, deep down inside, they know the truth when they hear it. If they yeah. choose not to consider that, if they choose not to look at it, then that's fine because that's where they're at and there's nothing wrong with when there's that's their path and that's it's fine. Yeah. They can go about the merry way. Wow. Well thank so. you for 
you know, sharing this publicly and on, you know, all the platforms that you have and, and your books, because I know it must just, I don't know personally, but I can only imagine it's not easy. And, you know, I, I always think that when people that I believe are telling the truth about this whole system and matrix, why would someone risk their career? Why would someone risk their safety to do this? Like, that's the thing, all these whistleblowers, I'm so grateful that people are speaking up now. And that's why I believe people, why would you ever make your life a living hell but you guys are all coming out and doing this to help everybody else and tell truth. So I, I really do appreciate it. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Um, I guess like, what have you been encountering with your communications lately with the ETs? Is it kind of what you've already shared just about like the matrix and stuff, but like, what are they, what are some of the large things that you've learned over your communication over the years with them of, of some things that they would like humanity to know well, first of all, they're, they're people like we are. They're not gods. They're beings. Yeah, they're beings. They're people. They're, they're souls like us. And um, they are of a higher density. So they've had more experiences and they have more awareness. So in that regard, they can be wiser. But they are not really here to, to um, or they're not here to save us. That's for sure. They are here to help us. And they have helped us because the creator, you know, there's no, there's no interfering with a race's um, development on a planet. Mm-hmm. You can't go in and mess with them. You can't interfere. That's a part of the prime directive. But when the negative ETs came in and claimed this planet as their own, that was not fair either. And it went on a long time before finally creator said, we need to right this wrong. Mm-hmm. And, so that's why we were allowed to come in and to do, to do this. It doesn't really break any of the rules about um, how a, a race of beings is allowed to develop. So it was an experiment on planet Earth to, to give them free will. And it kind of went awry. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, I'm not sure if they'll try that experiment again anywhere. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because it, it didn't go so good. But... The, our, our ET family, they're, just, they're here to support us. They joined with the Alliance to fight the bad guys and to get them out of the solar system. And that's happening and possibly has happened because the matrix is breaking down. Mm-hmm. And that's why the world is going to get more chaotic. Mm-hmm. As my guys told me, everything that is not based in love and in a higher frequency will crumble. Yeah. It can't stand the light. It's like a light coming in. Yep. The higher frequency lights, that, that light that's coming onto the planet right now is exposing all the lies. Yeah. And every day, I mean, you're seeing more and more of, of, of the manipulation and the, the control system being exposed, and it's ugly. And for some people, that's going to be really tough. But for those of us who've known the truth for a long time and have been sitting here, twiddling our thumbs and saying, please wake up, please hurry up and wake up. There's a wonderful world waiting for us where we don't get sick and you don't die at 60 years old. You live a long life like you're intended to. And you travel through the stars and and you spend your time pursuing your passion and your joy. It's going to be a different world. The prison system has been broken, but we're waiting for the sleepers. So our... Our ET family, you know, they're anxious for that to happen. They want us to join with them. They've, I remember being on the other side of the veil 
I remember being out there watching planet Earth, being very intrigued by it and looking at them and even coming on to visit once in a while and saying, why don't you break out of the prison? What's, what's, what's holding you back? You're powerful beings. What are you, why are you letting these few dominate and control you and ruin your beautiful planet? I couldn't understand it. None of us could understand it. And yet we would watch and we would see the souls on planet Earth and how, how amazing they were, the beings, the people here, their ability to bounce back, get knocked down, bounce back, get knocked down and come back again, their capacity for love and compassion, their capacity for fighting, you know, that they were turned against each other. All the wars were manipulations to turn us against ourselves, you know, one another. So finally, that's all coming, coming out mm. and can never go back. But our, our cosmic family, they're, they're pulling for us, you know. They want us, yeah. they want us to be safe. And I've talked about that before on the show. I had Patrick DeHaan, you may know of him. He uh, has books and Alien Handbook, and he kind of was talking about that too. That's why they are so intrigued by us. They observe us. They're watching. They're waiting for us. They can't interfere but they're, they're the good ones. They're supporting us and they're wanting us to, to wake up. And man, it's interesting. It, it, like you said, and I can't remember, you said you went into the drive-in movie. Uh, what was it called? The Close Encounters or something? In your Close book? Encounters of a Third Kind. Yeah. yeah. It's a very popular movie. Yeah. yeah and so then. I've been thinking yeah. when I heard that in the book and my husband loves like sci-fi and watches all these space movies and the more and more that I'm learning, I'm thinking, wow. Star Wars is actually pretty accurate. Like there are all these intergalactic beings and, and hearing you talk about how there was evil throughout space, not just on this planet. That's interesting too. But you're saying it's more moving in a positive direction across the universe? Yes, it is. Um, and Star Wars is extremely accurate as far as, I mean, the bar scene. I mean, my house looks like that sometimes. <laughs> um, you know, I've had, I, I get gatherings of ETs. Oh my gosh, my and, that's wild. You know, and, yeah, it's funny. Because, yeah, I, I tell the story how I, I knew they were coming in over in my dining room every night at about 6 to 7 o'clock. I could see them through my third eye uh-huh. and stuff. And uh, I had a very psychic friend of mine here once, and we were sitting in the living room. My house is all open. It's just like a great room concept. And we were sitting, sitting in the living room, and he, he, we were talking, and he, he started being distracted. And he said, oh, my. He said, you have a bunch of ETs <laughs> over there. And, and I said, yeah, I know. They come in every night about this time. Oh, wow. One night when I, was, when I was going to bed one night, I was turning off the light. I went to turn off the, I went to turn off the light and instead, without thinking about it, and I think that's the secret to it, I didn't think what I was going to do. I decided to come out and get a, gl- a drink of water quick. And so instead of turning off the light, I turned on the light out here in the great room and when I and stepped out to go get a glass of water. And when I did, there were... 12 to 15 ETs in the dining room oh my gosh. area. It's just an open room. And they all just froze. They were all talking. They were in groups of like two or three, and they were talking to one another. And I stepped out, and they looked at me, and I looked at them, and they were like, oh, my gosh, she can see us. And I, <laughs> so I, just said, I said, yes, I can see you. I said, and I can hear you, too. I said, you know, I know you gather every night here, and it's no problem. I don't mind it. I don't know why you're doing it. Yeah. But you're welcome to do it as long as you're, you know, of the light. Sure. And I said, carry on. Yeah, carry on. So they come in a lot. But yeah, the Star Wars movie is very, very accurate and very... What do you think that is? Do you think that Hollywood, some of these people have 
people like you that share these stories or do you think like, I wonder how does that come into our reality it's interesting it would be somebody who's somebody who's on a mission just like like Gene Roddenberry who did Star Trek you know they get they they have contact channeled whether yeah it's either either it's conscious or it's mm-hmm. not or it's just downloaded to them mm-hmm. and maybe they think it's their imagination but it's actually the truth sure because all of that it, it definitely there has been a war going on for yeah. a long time in space and people don't even know it yeah. Yeah. And, and right here on Earth, in the Earth, sure. within the atmosphere of the Earth. I mean, but it I, seems I like, see it. Yeah, that's cool, cool that yeah. they come into your house. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's been going on, and people people aren't aware of it. In our inner Earth, we've uh-huh. had war. You know, our soldiers have been down there uh-huh. fighting in the inner Earth to free, free all the children and oh, man. all the evil that is down there. Yeah. So, and people, it's going on right under your feet, and... People are oblivious to it. I just, and if you try to say something about it, they don't want to hear it. They yeah. just well, they it's go because it's they, unfamiliar. They it. Yeah, or it threatens yeah, they, you know their their religious beliefs or something like that. But um, I have heard from many different sources, both people that I know with psychic abilities and through like things like your your work and other books, that um, you, Earth is pretty unique in the solar system, and a lot of beings and ETs and people want to come here. Would you say that that's true from what you've heard? This well, that's true from what I know. Yeah, this planet. Um, the, yeah, this planet is is unique. It's it was kind of modeled after what the image of like what heaven would be sort of a thing like the nature and aspect of it before it became yeah, yeah. nature the beauty of it mm-hmm. and the resources mm-hmm. i mean there's a lot of resources here yeah. that you don't get on other planets mm-hmm. and it was meant to be like that this this whole experiment was was um unique and when she was originally formed and life was seated on the planet it was a high frequency we were a fifth sixth dimensional planet mm-hmm. but it fell when Dark, when it was fear was introduced, basically, yeah. And when fear was introduced, the frequency fell, and then the, that attracted. Before there was a wall up. I mean, the dark ones couldn't get in because the frequency was too high. They were not compatible with it, mm. so we didn't have to worry about being invaded or taken over. But once fear was introduced onto the planet, and the frequency of the humans on here it fell, then lower it went. It almost life almost died out. Well. It did have to be reseeded a few times. Right. So, um, but the dark ones in the meantime came in and they they, they claimed it as their own. Mm. And from that point forward, humanity was enslaved. Yeah. That's what I talk a lot about. I feel like when I look up at, at this tree in my yard and in different places, like it feels heavenly. Like there is heaven, pieces of heaven here. Like I can really feel it, but I know it's mixed yeah. with evil. Yeah. Yeah, the nature, Mother Nature is, um, Mother Nature is 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 heavenly. There's no yeah. doubt about it. It's one of the better ways to raise your frequencies to be out in nature. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, the the evil ones did infiltrate, you know, every other level of society. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, question: I feel like a lot of people, again, sources that I've talked to, books that I've read. Grays are talked a lot about. Are they one of the most frequent visitors, both through channeling and actually coming on Earth? It seems like the grays are really always talked about. Well, the Zeta grays, the little grays, are the they're in cahoots with um, the dark military on the planet, or they have been. Mm-hmm. They entered into a, an agreement with um, 
some of the higher ups on our in our government, and so they are the ones who did the evil, uh, who did the abductions that were not um, for the benefit of anyone's good. Mm. So the little greys, as they're called, are have now been banned. The Zeta greys, they are gone from the planet. Okay. So that there should be no more okay. evil abductions taking place. Okay. Um, there's the the beneficial, the benevolent abductions, such as what I was, I had. I had both, and the benevolent ones that I had, abductions where I consented to, and I participated in those willingly, and along with the abstraction of my eggs for um, hybrids. Yeah. So, but there's the high, a lot of the hybrid. Pro, there's all kinds of hybrid programs. Are they like? And, what do they look? Are they like tall grays? Like what do they look like? The good ones. Well, That's- see, my guys are. Um, my guys don't have. Are not a form. They don't have bodies. Oh, okay. So, and that's true of a lot of the ETs that are out there. I, myself, I didn't have a body. I had a, like, a, I didn't have a body. So when you come onto the planet, you have to wear one. You have mm. to, like, you put it on, like, a suit of clothing or something. So they, and because the, the um, gray, the, what they call the Zeta body model, is the easiest form for them to take. Okay. Because as Don told me, my guy told me, he said, um, when I asked him, I said, well, why don't you wear a human body so you're not as scary looking? And he said that is not as functional. Mm. That is, yeah, that's more complicated. He said in highly, what do you say? In highly, um, oh, I don't know, like a maintenance, a lot of maintenance. Sure. Whereas the Zeta body, he, he said, is is um, very functional. I see. So they will appear as you're going to see a lot of grays, a lot of different grays, but they all look alike. The big eyes extent. and kind of the silicone yeah. based, yeah. 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 But they. They're not all the Zetas. The Zetas sure. are shorter. And they kind of have an evil look to them, even. Even though they're um, nice. They, no, the Zetas are not nice. Oh, they're not the nice. Part. I see. Okay. I don't believe so. I, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that they are pretty much the bad guys. Okay. But um, what do you call um, the ones that you are, you're in contact? Like you said, Da. Like, what are, what are they called? I asked him what to call him. I said, my publisher wants to know, because throughout my book, I refer to him as a gray and he and I said, "Are you a Zeta?" And he said, "That would not best describe the truth of who I am." Okay. And I said, "Okay, well then, who are you? Where do you come from?" And he looked at me and he said, "I am a voyager of the universe, mm. going where needed in service to the Creator." Okay. So I never have gotten a name. Okay. As where they come from. Okay. You know, and what I remember about before I came here, we are what you call wanderers mm-hmm. and watchers, and we just we don't. We just hang out in the universe. You know, we live on ships, and we go wherever there's a planet that needs assistance with their ascension. I see. And that they're being interfered with. Yeah. If there's if there's a battle going on, good versus evil, we we go there to help. I see. So that's what we do. And that would be yeah. you, but you just happen to be here right now in a human body, but you could wander around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I when I leave here, I'm gonna just I'm gonna take a break. Yeah. I've been on this mission for a long time, and yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to take a break. I but, know but a break sounds nice <laughs> for, yeah, for many of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially you. You've been through a lot in this lifetime. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's just, just a few more questions because um, I do want to be respectful of your time. But um, I want to just specifically ask you, and I'm glad that you brought this up because when I was reading the book, that was interesting to me. And I've heard this from somebody else that I've seen a medium. She said that they 
she's been abducted, not abducted, she's been on a ship and they've taken a biopsy of her arm. You'd said that they were harvesting your eggs. What is it about the eggs and why do they do that? Some people may not understand, like, why are they really interested in our physical bodies? What are they doing with that stuff? Well, I can only speak for myself, um, for the most part, myself. They would take me on the ship and they would check my body often. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. That's okay. They would check my body frequently because my frequency was a lot for my body, for the earth body to be able to handle. Mm -hmm. And so they would have to tweak me. They kept saying they would have to tweak me. Like they would tell me, you know, certain parts of my body were having trouble because the frequency that I was at was too much for it. Mm -hmm. So they would always, they were always tweaking that and, and taking care of it. But they had my consent to harvest my eggs because we have a hybrid program going on, our species does, where we, we didn't want to lose the human, the human biological form mm. through this ascension process. We, if the ascension didn't work, we wanted to be able to reseed the planet with the human at the level that they were at, had, had, had evolved to at this oh, level, okay. at this point. So what they did is they took my, you know, so they, it was mostly, most of my hybrid children, I've met most of them, and almost all of them are human-to-human hybrids. They, have, they have enhancement from the, from the ETs, um, some specimens, some, some specific enhancements, but they were mostly interested in creating a human uh, form. So okay. that's what they did. That so makes- almost all my children, they're almost all human Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I've heard a lot of this stuff before, but still it just makes my head spin. I believe in it, but it's just, like you said, it's just, we haven't been taught this the majority of our life. So it's like, whoa. Well, not only have you not been taught a lot of stuff, not only have you not been able to learn and keep track of what's really going on, what you have been taught, Lauren, is all lies. Yeah. And that's the part that's going to come out. I mean, everything, the math, physics, mathematics, medical, I mean, anything and everything you can think of, religions, all lies. Mm-hmm. All lies. You have been lied control. to from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, and you know, you, if that bothers people, they can choose not to believe it. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying prepare yourself because yeah. it's going to come pretty fast and furious oh yeah and it already has been (laughs) it's coming out yeah wow well i think what i've gathered so far is that what's not a lie is that we have what we need within us there is love and light i do believe it's stronger than the evil i think we're on our way towards that but it's going to take a while and it's going to take a lot of people waking up do you agree with that i agree totally with that um humans once they once they understand, they're not going to be able to reconcile how powerful they are. Yeah. They're going to, to want to stay little. Yeah. For, and it's going to take a lot for them to embrace their power that they have because they're creating this world yeah. and through their thoughts, just like they created that pandemic. Sure. And by that, I mean that this world is a dream world. It's not real. It is a matrix. Mm-hmm. And we're breaking it down now by exposing the evil. And the evil is, is pretty much gone. All that's left are the, the minions, the humans who worked for the overlords and they don't have any power to sure. speak of. So they're powerless. There's what the only thing they have left is to keep us in fear. Yeah. That's the only and that's what's thing going they on have right left now. Is, yep. Yeah. They're, this is like that's their last their last attempt to divide 
and keep us in control, but they can't. There's too many of us waking up. It's just inevitable. And so I think it will happen, but it is hard as a human to be here in some ways right now, but we have to just keep going on and believing and breaking through. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You have to, you have to hold the truth for those who are still asleep. That's, that's what I believe. We, those of us who are in awareness and know the truth, we have to, we have to shelter that and nurture that and hold it for those who are still in fear and still asleep. And until they wake up, we, we just, we just hold that light. I mean, it just has to be, you can't, you can't let yourself fall into fear and you have to know the truth of who you are. Yeah. So that's true. It's important. Okay. I'll have two more questions and then we'll come to a close. Um, What, I mean, I say this as a human because we're humans experiencing this to some degree, right? But like it seems in some ways exhausting. Like, you, you know, I've heard your other videos like coming back and reincarnation, getting stuck here. I also know that some of us have chose to come here and so that makes me feel better. And, and it is a gift to be here. There is still so much beauty to experience. But is this just an eternal thing where we just keep going to other planets and keep... Like, well, does it ever end? Do we just ever get to just be in this like heavenly state forever? Like, it seems so exhausting in some ways. Like, wow, God sure created this crazy ass plan. Like, when does he yeah. it just get bored and just want to be steady again? Like, I do you have? An, I know it's hard. To, no one can just answer that. But have you gotten anything from Source or or your guides of just like, will there ever be kind of a time where it's more all just cohesive, or is it always just going to be this everlasting? intertwining growth of consciousness um, yeah no you're in you're in 3d lauren you've been in 3d and that's that's an exhausting place to be it's a, it's the world of contrast and, yeah and so no what it is life is like a, a ladder that you climb and you start down at the bottom and you and you choose that you yeah. choose i mean there's you, you come from source you are an aspect of the creator mm-hmm. we all are and so you you make the choice to come out from creator and to explore different realms and different and have different experiences so you chose this world this realm uh and you've been climbing this ladder from 1d to 2d to 3d Mm -hmm. up through fourth and into fifth Mm -hmm. now once you get up to sixth seventh eighth especially ninth you get up in those higher frequencies it's a lot more it's very much a world of i mean even i was i was at level six two as the second level of the sixth density dimension and that was a world of pretty much peace and love and unity consciousness. Um, we did come back in and we come down to, to fight evil, to help our family and our other one, our other selves. We think of them as other selves. Every, every living creature is our other self. And we go to help them, to assist them, like to give them a, a, an arm up, but it's a game. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. it's all a game because the truth of the matter is, is that we're really at home with our God, with our Creator, dreaming that we're here playing in the matrix it's, wow. it's a dream so it's an experience it in a way it is it's an experience that you're having and so when you get exhausted you you come into a world like this like me why did i challenge myself with sure. such a hard mission i i did it you know and i'm just exhausting myself but when i'm done here the contrast is going to be you know i i've earned these stripes yeah i've colored my soul with this experience and you can't ever take that away from me. Right. And so it goes with me. It stays with me through eternity because we are eternal. I take that back to source with me when I reunite with my creator again. Yeah. As we all do. Sure. So it's, it's, that's how it is. I mean, there's level, there's different levels. Yeah. 
of looking at life and you and you can choose which level to look at it you can choose which level to interact at totally so wow yeah i've been told that once i came from a reading that i came from like six down so you can sometimes go from different levels back to help and yeah. yeah yeah okay absolutely wow Absolutely. Okay. Well, I kind of forgot my other question, but there's we could talk all day, but I, I know for one, for your voice, and two, we got to just for listeners, I always feel like an hour is the sweet spot, but oh, wow. Thank you for sharing all this. And it's a wild ride, man, but I, I'm excited to be here. I know that we're helping and I don't know, is there any last words that you would like to share just of anything that's coming through or that we haven't talked about that you think is important or any closing thoughts? I just, I guess I, I just feel inclined to say that I'm sorry. I'm so tired. I'm just, I'm really not feeling well. And I'm so, I'm so not, sorry. Yeah. Not my best. Um, I apologize for that. I, I know I look like something the dog threw up. Oh no. But I just, you know, not at I, all. Didn't wanna, I didn't want to, didn't want to leave you high and dry. No. But I think that, um, you know, thanks to people like you, Lauren, you are a volunteer as well. You, yes, you definitely came in from, you know, a higher frequency. I can read your light. Uh, and uh, we're all here persevering, and we're all going to be fine. We are fine. Yeah. We're already fine. We are fine. We it just, just appears to, that we're not, yeah. right? <laughs> right. It can appear that we're not. It can appear that we are facing a lot of challenges. But those of us, like you, we're here to, to, to give the hope, to, to tell right. people that it is okay. We've, we've walked through the fire already, mm. and we know what those behind us might have to go through yet. Sure. As they awaken, and it's not going to be easy. So we'll have compassion for them, and yep. and we'll we'll get there. It's yeah. going to be a beautiful world. Yeah, It'll be just beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for saying yeah. that. That's one thing I've been trying to remind people and myself and others right now is you got to have extra grace for yourself and others because this is hard and there's people, yeah. you know, their truths are being questioned every moment. Do I do this? Do I do that? And we just yeah. we have to give each other some extra compassion and grace right now. So. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. There's no judgment, no judgment in anything, no. any choice or any decision. Totally. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, um, I want to remind people, um, I will put uh, your book, The Forgotten Promise, uh, in the notes. And then where else can people find information? Do you have a website or it's social media or anything where people can find you? Well, yeah, I'm not in social media to speak of um, okay. anymore don't have the energy for it but sure. i've got my website which is the forgotten promise.net okay and you can order the book off of there or off of amazon or okay barnes and noble okay yeah. perfect okay well thank you sherry wild it's been such a treat to yes. chat with you and i i know that you're not feeling thank well you. so i do appreciate you giving us your energy today yeah no problem no problem at all lauren it was a pleasure thank you thank you thanks everyone for listening to lauren.live i hope you found this as interesting as i did um it's quite the wild conversation um so we all wish you so much uh, grace and love and compassion right now um you can find me on instagram at real lauren live and then my website lauren.live thank you again and i hope that you enjoyed today's show mm-hmm.